Section 0 of The Book of Famous Sieges This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Daniel Sagner, Massachusetts, United States. The Book of Famous Sieges by Tudor Jenks. Preface. It is only in modern times that history has come to be anything more than a story of wars carried on between either rulers or peoples. In old time warfare was endless. Every people knew that its lives and its property were safe only so long as they could defend themselves from enemies that had no scruple to prevent them from killing or robbing all foreigners. The art of making war or defending a country against its enemies, therefore, was more important than any other study. Success in war was the only path to greatness, and the price paid for safety in the possession of land or property. When a people was overcome, its men were slain, its women and children carried into slavery, its homes destroyed or occupied by the conquerors, while its wealth became the plunder of its enemies. In this state of the world, every town was necessarily a fortress ever ready for attack, and the people living in it were the garrison who expected to defend it whenever enemies appeared. The earliest civilized peoples were those who had learned to support themselves by tilling the ground or by keeping flocks and herds, and these settled peoples had to have homes not too often changed. They were surrounded by other peoples who were hunters and fishermen, or robbers who lived a wandering life and had no scruple in taking by force the property they coveted, and who were attracted by the wealth gathered and stored in settled places. To be civilized, a race had to fight for its home. So it came about that the first victories of civilization over savagery consisted in being able to defend fortified places against attack. When there grew up a number of civilized nations, and these came into conflict through the jealousy or ambition of their kings, the struggle to see which would overcome the other took two forms, the battles in the open field and the attacking and defending of fortresses, or walled towns. Histories tell us much less about the methods of attacking and defending strongholds than about ordinary battles, and yet the story of sieges is certainly as important and in many ways more interesting than the story of field warfare. In this book it is told how great cities have been taken by able commanders. Out of the hundreds of battles for fortified towns, those have been selected which give a fair idea of the science and art employed in siege warfare from the earliest times to our own day. It will be found that each siege represents a somewhat different state of the art of war, usually shows the methods of some great general when stoutly opposed by men not only brave, but skilled in defense, and determined to hold their own against him. After the early days, when accounts are somewhat mythical, a glance is taken at the siege of Troy, mainly to show how little knowledge of the art of warfare was shown on either side, and then we consider the exploits of the Persians under Cyrus, of the Spartans against the Athenian allies at Plataea, of Alexander against Tyre, and so on, following the art of war as waged by Caesar, Titus, and the Saracens, and the Crusaders, and the great commanders of more modern times, down to the Japanese taking of Port Arthur, the most recent of great sieges. Although no more than a score of sieges are treated, yet these have been selected as types of the rest, and show clearly the various methods of taking cities from the beginning of history to our own times. Another list might have been selected, or the number of sieges might have easily been doubled or quadrupled, 
but it is believed that those chosen are the best for the purpose. To treat of more would have made the accounts too brief. Whoever reads even so summary a sketch will see at what great cost the nations have preserved their civilization or their nationality, and will learn that no age has been without its great leaders, its brave soldiers, and its devoted patriots. Tudor Jenks End of Preface